0: That's weird. That's fucking weird. We should probably talk about it. There's a mystery here.
1: There were just children like screaming in the alley behind my house, but I think they've settled down now. (laughs) Oh, thank God. There's nothing like the the screams of children on a podcast. I mean, who doesn't love that? Mm. hmm let's put
0: some of those and then like some sirens just for the people who are driving in the cars you know
1: oh I hate that when commercials have a friggin
0: siren in it and you're like oh there's a cop behind me (laughs) yeah I know or like oh no I don't want to get run over by a I don't know if you ever had this but like I remember in um in uh driver's ed my driver's ed teacher was this like morbid as fuck dude so like when they were teaching us, like, oh, when the siren- when you hear sirens, you got to pull over, they, were, they didn't just tell us that. They were like, and also, like, make sure you don't, like, just hear sirens and try to make it through the light really fast so you can get out of the way, because two teenage girls were trying to do that, and they got T-boned by a fire truck going, like, as fast as possible, and uh, everyone died. What the fuck? And then they had to call more <laughs> ambulance.
1: Oh my god, was this a real thing that happened or he was just telling I that don't to scare you?
0: No. Know. Like it sounds like he was lying or exaggerating, right? I mean, I think I'm sure be.
1: that's probably happened before. I'm people sure are so it's dumb. Happened.
0: Even now I'll see people like
1: you're supposed to pull over to the right if there's some something with a siren is coming behind you. Like that's it. That's the rule. I don't think yeah. it's different like per state.
0: No. <laughs> just no, fucking no. pull to the right and don't hit anyone. Um just b- try or don't Please don't cross the road when you can see a fire truck Jeez. going th- toward you.
1: How dumb would you have to be? So dumb. Everyone drive safe.
0: Drive safe, be safe,
1: especially while you're listening to this podcast because <laughs>
0: It'd be a real bummer if you died listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're good. I mean, you know that, that whoever dies listening to this podcast is going to haunt us, and we don't need to be haunted again. Again. We've had enough. We've had enough. We're just trying to get comfortable with this new technological setup, you guys. Please don't haunt us.
1: <laughs> we always have the dumbest requests.
0: <laughs>
1: Please don't <laughs> haunt us. <laughs> Um, Oh, hi, by the way. It's That's Weird. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I'm Christy. I'm Ashley. This is a podcast about weird shit. If you couldn't tell. And luckily, uh, people said that our last episode sounded really good. So... (gasps) Really? I think that we're going to be okay with our long-distance podcast relationship.
0: Yay! (laughs)
1: Christy, I think we're going to make it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I have a review to read you. You do? I do, as soon as I can find it on my phone.
0: Okay, good.
1: This is from Canada, so you know it's going to be real nice. Aww. It says, Binge Worthy from Grown Up Kid. I've been listening to this podcast 24-7 since I found it. I have to actively try not to burst into laughter while listening in public places, because that would make me weird. (laughs) (laughs) Which is why true. this podcast is so precious. It is true. Uh, if you like weird things and laughing uncontrollably, then you will like this podcast. Aww.
0: Aww, that is super nice.
1: Canada, we love you. Thank you, grown-up kid.
0: Aww, yeah.
1: You. I mean, we had a lot of, like, really bizarre, I mean, for lack of a better word, weird reviews for a while and some really crazy funny ones, but now they're all just nice, you guys. <laughs>
0: i mean they were nice before but (laughs) yeah
1: you guys gotta like i mean i love the reviews the reviews are there's nothing better it's like the best kind of podcast drug but Mm, feedback delicious but it feels kind of like cringy
0: to read the nice ones (laughs) it's fine that's true you're kind of like patting yourself on the back like yes yeah Yeah, we are cute and funny Uh, thanks Thank you. I agree. (laughs) So if you want
1: to leave us a funny, weird, wild podcast review, uh, please do. You never know. We might read it on another episode.
0: You're the best. Or a nice one. Nice is fine, too. Nice is fine. We just can't accept compliments because we are weird and insecure. True. We have
1: like deep, deep deep-rooted anxiety, (laughs) which you think that the nice reviews would help, but you're like... Clearly, this person
0: lying. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. A friend of mine uh, said, like, you can tell when someone's a comedian if you compliment them and th- their only response is just to laugh in your face. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and then shortly after they said that, someone said something nice to me and I literally cackled. Oh, my God. Like a, like a witch cackle. They were like, oh, your hair is really nice today. And I was like, ah, <laughs> as if it was like so absurd.
1: Absurd that I just I always do it with like if someone's like, "Oh, I love that sweater." I'm like, "Thanks. It was free." Or like, you know, like it only cost a dollar. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I do that too. Like, why am I downplaying that the, they said a nice thing? The I think the correct response is, "Thank you." Yeah. But it is so hard to say.
0: I've been trying to do that. And when people say nice things, but also what I've noticed is it kind of shuts down the conversation. Yeah, if you're just like, oh, like thanks. No one expects you to really be like, thank you. Right. And then follow it up with silence. Maybe it's me. <laughs> Maybe I don't know how to follow it up. That's my next thing. Just learning to accept a compliment, then learning how to not shut the entire conversation down. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like
1: you have to reciprocate. So you're like, thanks. I like your shoes, too. And then it's even more awkward because they're like, you only complimented me because I complimented you. Yeah. And
0: also, like, what if I don't have anything to compliment them on, Ashley?
1: You better fucking find something,
0: Chrissy. No.
1: Or go into some fun made up story about whatever it is they complimented. Oh. There you go.
0: Thank you. I got this off of a Ukrainian drug dealer after I murdered them when they tried to steal from me. Okay, maybe not that, but you're on a good path. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the first half, great. The murder, <laughs> I started to get concerned. Oh, okay. Like, how did Christy so... get arrested? Someone just, like, complimented her shirt. <laughs> Things went
0: horribly wrong. <laughs> and they just called the police based on what she told them. I don't know. She does that, yeah, yeah. So, note to self, don't read the news and own up to the murders that you see that are unsolved just because someone complimented your shirt. Definitely don't do that. Um. Noted. (laughs) Yikes. Um, Can we talk about Abducted in Plain Sight for just... Oh, yes. Like, one minute, because last time we talked about it and... I said I was going to watch it, and everyone commented and was like, You guys, what the fuck did you make me watch?
1: True. I deeply apologize to everyone
0: that I made watch
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm sure some of you are happy that you watched it. Maybe not happy. That's not the right word. But aren't you glad you get the memes now? And like, you are aware that no matter how fucked up your family is, there is a family out there that
0: is so fucked up. (laughs)
1: Like,
0: you can't even comprehend. I just... So part of me is like, okay, wait, how do I be so... Like, just theoretically, I want to be so charming that I could make both... A, a married man and a woman fall in love with me at separate times behind each other's back while you're also you know what dating i mean? their child <laughs> while trying to get something that i want from them um i don't want to do any of the horrible things that he did to anyone i just want to have that power
1: you know what i mean like it's pretty remarkable i think you just have to believe your own bullshit like so much where you're um, you do nothing but exude confidence because you believe your own bullshit so like you're infallible or whatever
0: i just can't imagine i can't i have so many questions like i just like imagine if someone was like that and they could use that for good you could get like laws passed and shit <laughs> with that sort of and also like is it just those people that were dumb and lonely and just like fell for him? Like would I fall for someone like that? And also my my only last question and then I'll be done talking about it is why was the guy cast in the reenactment so hot, Ashley? <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? I don't know. I don't He was he was the he he was absolutely, like, hands down the hottest person I've ever seen in a, like, dramatic reenactment of a true crime show. That's for damn sure. Are you talking about, so, B, like, the guy who played B, but, like, younger? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah.
1: Okay, hold on. I need to Google this because... He
0: was very unnecessarily attractive. I don't remember what he looked Like, like. I, like, like, seeing the pictures of the real man... I was like, how was that guy so charming? Seeing the guy who reenacted it, I was like, yeah, I, I get it.
1: <laughs> You're like, for that guy? Sure.
0: He can split my family up immediately. Like <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. I'm just
1: kidding. Um, I cannot find a picture of it, but I believe you. I don't remember. He
0: was just like very, he was just... Unnes- it was just unnecessary how good looking that guy was like i it was uncomfortable how good looking he was, you know what I mean it just they didn't need to cast a manipulative uh pedophile who played an entire family uh with someone who was that hot. they just didn't they just didn't and now we all know didn't.
1: christie's type. <laughs>
0: Serial killer glasses, strong chin. Oh yeah, that's all it takes. We've covered abducted in plain sight. Yep, again, you got that, got that out of the way.
1: Sorry again to everyone who watched it and did not enjoy it the way that I did. Uh, and we covered that um, compliments are weird. And I think it. I think we can start our episode now. Great, it's episode seventy-seven, which means that, that means you it's
0: my turn. Yes, you go first. Okay, so this one is... um, Someone actually emailed us, I think, from the website and asked us to do this. And I couldn't believe that we didn't do it yet. What? Yeah. This is one... It's like paranormal and it's a medical mystery and it's a little historical. Ashley, this shit is my shit. This is one of the things (laughs) that i like originally wanted to talk about and then just like let fall by the wayside because i got too deep into conspiracy theories i think
1: oh shit like when we were first starting the podcast you were like we should cover this
0: like i'm pretty sure this was an example that i told you when we were like drunk at that one bar before we crashed that party at (laughs) that when the (laughs) when the podcast was really born you know what i mean
1: oh we were so small
0: okay i am i am incredibly (laughs) excited they we were so small. Okay. Get fucking excited because this is the story of Edward Mordrake. I don't know what that is. I don't know who that Girl, is. Girl, if you watched um, that American Horror Story, you would know. Oh, I only watched the...
1: Wait, Horror Story?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I only watched Murder House and The Coven. Well, I didn't watch any of it. I just <laughs> knew about this because it's creepy. Okay, so... Uh, right, it's like history it's medical anomaly it's a paranormal thing uh, it's got it a situation it's got a little bit of everything all right <laughs> okay. edward was born in the 19th century he was an heir to an english peerage that's all we know he's like a nobleman but they don't call it nobleman anymore because like people got upset about feudalism okay so he's like rich english in the 1800s basically he's doing great He's doing great. He's handsome. He's rich. He is a scholar. He's a musician. Ashley, this man's got it all.
1: Wow, Chrissy, you
0: sound like you got the hots for <laughs> this dude again. <laughs> he also has a second face uh, in the back of his head. What the fuck? Like Voldemort style.
1: Okay, I have, I do remember this now. I do remember now. Okay.
0: Right? Mm hmm. hmm. So, uh, this, like, evil face. Couldn't see, couldn't talk, but uh, like when Edward would cry, the face would twist into a smile. What? It was evil, Ashley. He begged doctors to remove the face because it would whisper scary evil shit to him all night long, but no one would attempt to take it off of him because it was like attached, but it was basically like an evil, like a demon face with its own... Thoughts and intentions.
1: What the flying fuck?
0: Right? Uh, So unable to like have his demon face removed, he completed suicide at 23 (gasps) rather than continue to be tortured by the spooky parasitic twin on the back of his head. Um, And in his will, apparently, he asked that before he was buried, the face be destroyed, uh, lest it continue to whisper in his grave.
1: Holy fucking shit like even if you don't believe in this like if you don't think that's real like the fact that he was so tormented by this that not only did he end his own life but he was like please take care of it after i'm gone so that it doesn't haunt me for like the afterlife as well that's horrible
0: spooky as fuck right yes okay here's the twist there's a twist. <laughs> There's a twist. Okay. It is just a fucking story. Oh, it wasn't real? This story first appeared in an article by Charles Loton Hildreth in the Boston Post in America in 1895. He was a fiction writer and he basically just wrote an article in the paper. It talked about Edward Mordrake and his like horrible demon, parasitic twin face. It also talked about like other weird fake medical anomalies that were like part of a freak show. Oh my gosh. And then in 18, I, the reason I love this is because it starts so far back and it went from there um, into like the internet age with people just misinterpreting this one guy's fake story as fact. So in 18, This story came out in 1895 in the newspaper. In 1896, it appeared as a true account, um, although the, the source that they said was just a lay person as a source, but it appeared as a true account of a medical anomaly in the book Anomalies and Curiosities of Medicine written by actual doctors George M. Gold and Dr. David L. Pyle. How the fuck did it get in there? They, peop, a lot of people actually read that fictional story in the newspaper and just assumed it was fact because people well, in the past are dumb as fuck. I mean, I don't
1: know. When you were just telling me part of it earlier, I was like, wow, this is so sad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right? Uh, yeah. No, uh, the, the fucked up thing is, so these actual medical doctors... Just straight up ripped word for word this fictional author's n- newspaper story. Oh my God. Uh, and put him in their book. Great. Awesome. So, so, and so, and then from then on, even today, people saw this real book of medical real anomalies with this story in it and were like, oh, this guy is real. There's no proof of his birth or death or existence. Uh, and also, I do want to interject with some fun facts about the authors because Dr. Gold had his own Wikipedia page. Apparently, he invented uh, a type of bifocal lens. And also, the book that came out directly following the book about medical anomalies was just a book of poems that he wrote. <laughs> the man had many layers. <laughs> he was a creative, <laughs> interesting person. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, um, and you may be thinking, if you're familiar with this story, listeners, not Ashley, because you <laughs> forgot about it. Uh, you may be thinking, like, hang on, I've seen a photo of him. Uh, you've seen that picture of Edward and his weird creepy face in the back of his neck, basically. Um, that's a wax sculpture that someone made after hearing the story. And then it got passed around and became like a viral internet thing. And you may also be thinking, okay, but I've seen like his mummified head on display in a museum. There are pictures of that. There actually is like a mummified head of Edward Mordrake in this like 1800s style um, preserved head thing, like how they would have in all the cool like freak shows and anomaly things back then. That is made of paper mache, so nothing and have- is real nothing's real. I have links where they interviewed the artist who made that paper mache and was like, yeah, I don't know. I thought it'd be cool. What the fuck? Right. What the
1: fuck?
0: This makes me,
1: I don't know. I'm like torn because I appreciate, you know, people being creative and and weird and you know whatever right. but at the same you're time, also like
0: I was convinced. yeah,
1: people believe this shit and they run with it and like that's how rumors
0: get started and that's why you can't trust anything you read on the fucking internet <laughs> I know and and it's like also though it kind of makes me feel like, okay, so like people in the 1800s, like the late 1800s turn of the century read this in the newspaper and were just like, Yeah, that seems right. Uh, So, like, I I guess what I'm trying to say is we've always been as dumb as we are. You know what I mean? Like, technology has not changed how we spread misinformation and are really dumb. We've always been gullible as fuck. Always been gullible as fuck. We've always just been, like, willfully misinterpreting fictional stories as truth because they didn't start with a disclaimer. It's, I
1: mean, everyone's just like molder all the time i want to believe like why not the world is strange it could be possible i mean
0: okay so this this could be possible actually it's super rare but you can have like having a parasitic twin is a thing Mm -hmm. um and having like a two faces is a thing um and like usually when this happens to humans it's you're non-functional basically. So like the baby will be either stillborn or it'll die like almost immediately after because you can't you can't function with that kind of situation. Uh it just doesn't your body just doesn't work the way it's supposed to. Right. When you have like a secondary face where your brain is supposed to be, I think is the issue. But they definitely have like they have that for real. And, like, they have preserved, like, old-timey babies that had that issue or or skulls. I've seen pictures of them. I assume they're real, but, like, who the fuck knows now? (laughs) Um, But also, like, it happens in cats enough that there's a name for it. It's called a Janus cat. And it's named after uh, Janice being the two-faced Roman god that January is named after. Hey, January. Hey, January. Ish. January, cats. <laughs> uh, and, like, usually when this happens, it's like a cat with, like, two faces. Usually it dies Aww. as well. But sometimes they live. Uh, like, there's one uh, there's one who lived for 15 years. His name was Frank and Louie, as in Frank and Louie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
1: That's amazing.
0: I love it. And it's actually like kind (laughs) of (laughs) cute.
1: I would think it was cute. I I, There's like, you see cats with like a bunch of toes and some have like two noses. There used to be a stray cat by my house that had two noses. Oh no. And they're cute. I like.
0: It's cute. Yeah. I mean, anyway it was kind of fucked up if you look like straight at the division in its face, but like it's got one little face that's cute. And then one other little face that's cute. And they kind of share an eyeball. Oh my God. And it lived to be 15 years old, Ashley. Like some cats don't even live to be that way, that old and they're normal cats. That's true. Frank and Louie. Yeah. yeah. So I'll post pictures of Frank and Louie for sure. Cause it's so cute. Please do. Um. But also, yeah. Uh, basically I love this story because uh first of all it's pretty fucked up and also i love old-timey shit and also everything's a lie <laughs> our new slogan is you can't believe anything you <laughs> can't believe anything nothing is real fuck it nothing is real everything's an illusion Sad. so that's true. my story it- <laughs> i just loved it because uh uh when i first learned about it i just assumed it was true as well right um and so like reading into it, I was like, Oh shit, there's so much more to it. It's so fake.
1: <laughs> well, I think it's really interesting that there's like so much more to it that there's like all these layers of where it's from and how it became popularized and why people believe it. Like I find that really interesting.
0: Hell yeah. What
1: was the what was
0: the name again? Edward Ed- so sometimes it's Edward Mordake and sometimes you see it more Drake. Okay either one will bring up the search results because it's so fucking fake that it doesn't matter how he spells his last name. <laughs> doesn't matter. Whatever. Uh, doesn't matter. Nothing matters. That's the moral.
1: <laughs> Nothing is real. Um, You really snopes like, the fuck out of that one. You snoped the fuck out of that one, I should say.
0: I snoped it hard. Oh my god. It's got its own snopes article.
1: As it should. I was in the first. <laughs> That's amazing. That's That's wild. Fuck. I don't know. Nothing is real anymore. (laughs) Now I'm expecting you to like, uh, I don't know. Now I want to look at my story with a more skeptic lens.
0: (laughs) Nah, don't. It's usually more fun if you don't.
1: That's true. It's so much fun to, uh, to just like think about these things as like, sure, if that's possible, why not?
0: It's fun. You are the molder.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I asked. You really are. I asked Christy earlier this week. I was like, "Are you a Mulder, a Scully, or like a Dale Cooper?" <laughs> <laughs> she decided she's the Dale Cooper of our podcast.
0: It's true because I believe some stuff, or like I want to believe some stuff. Yeah. Or like I'll try. I'll I'll throw darts at a log to try and figure out a murder case if it's going to solve something. I'll throw darts at a log. <laughs> Doesn't he do that in Twin Peaks? <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs>
1: yeah. No. Um. I feel like we're both pretty skeptical about things, but I I think I've narrowed it down where it's like, I'm a scully for like ghosts and demons and that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm a molder for cryptids and um aliens. Cause like, who the fuck knows what's in the forest or the ocean or space
0: (laughs) true space is infinite
1: yeah but i don't want to hear about your fucking demon possessions i'm sorry that's not my jam
0: true i do want to hear about it i don't necessarily believe them but i want to find out if it's true right
1: right agreed
0: Anyway, what's your story about? Um, Mine is
1: kind of cute. <laughs> <gasps> um, I'm not sure if it's considered a cryptid or not. Um, I covered a cryptid on our last episode. They are my favorite. So sorry to do two back to back if this is what it is. But it's also kind of a ghost.
0: Oh, is it Bigfoot? <laughs> it's not Bigfoot again.
1: <laughs> cute ghost cryptid. You're like, uh, I already figured it out. Um,
0: Figured it out.
1: It was sent to me by Anna, aka Saturday Adventure, on Instagram. She's a patron of ours, and at our highest tier, you can pick a topic for us to cover. And she sent me a whole bunch of good ones because she's always on like some kind of weird journey. She really knows her stuff, so she gave me some like crazy good topic ideas. And this made me laugh so hard. I was like, "There's no way I'm not covering this." Oh, so thank you again to Anna. For telling me about Jeff the Talking Mongoose.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. What?
1: <laughs> oh, Christy, you're gonna fucking love this story.
0: <laughs> it's the best. It's. I can't wait. Oh my god.
1: So Jeff is spelled with a G.
0: He's kind of like. Of course it is. He's
1: kind of like GIF. You know, <laughs> like GIF or JIF. <laughs> I will never ever pronounce it Jeff. It is fucking gif but jeff is the other way where it's spelled with a g but we're gonna say jeff
0: yeah is it a g-e-o
1: uh well it can be spelled that way because it is like british in nature but it's just g-e-f jeff (laughs) Uh, so (laughs) i'm already laughing it's the best so in september 1931 the irving family claimed that they heard scratching rustling and vocal noises behind their farmhouse's wooden wall panels they couldn't figure out if it was a ferret a dog a ghost or a baby (laughs) those are some great options Joke's on you. It's all of them. Yep, that's exactly what they got. Uh, the Irving family was James. That was the dad. Margaret was the mom. And voyeur. You know how you write something down and you don't say it out loud and you're like, wait, don't know how to pronounce that. Yep. Um, voyer, voyery. Voyery. Sure. V-O-I-R-R-E-Y is the name of the daughter. Voyery. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a tough one. Voyery. Voiré? 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 I'm going to call her V from here on out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's a good idea.
1: (laughs) That's the the 13-year-old daughter. Uh, (laughs) So I'm not really sure how much time passed between them like being curious about the scratching in the walls and what happened next. But please, Christy, buckle up for some hilarious weirdness. Oh, shit. (sighs) The Irvings claimed that a small creature came out of their wall and introduced
0: itself as Jeff. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love Jeff oh so much. Oh, my God. It's like, hey, everybody, I'm Jeff. Yeah, what? just pops out the of the wall up, one day. What's huh? <laughs> up, everybody? What do mongooses eat? <laughs> I feel like grubs and things, am... like little, you know, Grub... grubs and like... It's like, what's up, you guys? <laughs> yeah, what you got? You got some, got some grubs there or...? Can I have some? I don't know. I'm basically picturing Timon from The Lion King. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's 100%. P- I truly don't even know if he's a mongoose, but maybe. Like Timon's white trash cousin? Yeah.
1: <laughs> sure. Jeff. Jeff. Classic Jeff. <laughs> so he literally told them that he was a mongoose, and he said he was born in India in 1852, which would have made him 79 years old. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. I'm on board. I'm 100% on board for this. Oh, It's
1: the best. Um, The the Irving family's farm was on the Isle of Man, which is an island in Great Britain. So our little friend Jeff must have taken quite the journey from India to be lost in their farm or to decide that's where he wanted to live. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Jeff was described to be a little animal resembling a stoat, a ferret, or a weasel. He was a yellow...
0: Like maybe a mongoose? (laughs) Like maybe a mongoose. (laughs) (laughs) I love that it, it just like skirts around what it said it was yeah, it could
1: just be like he literally looked like a mongoose i don't know what to tell you
0: you know something like a something a little like a like an ermine or a,
1: <laughs> i mean take like your a, pick yeah
0: like a very large long squirrel maybe <laughs> like oh so a mongoose <laughs> <laughs> no, no 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 but like maybe a ferret or like
1: we're not allowed to use the word mongoose <laughs> so we have
0: to just keep
1: doing other examples
0: Oh, okay. (laughs)
1: So he was yellow in color with a body about nine inches long and a bushy tail that was speckled with a little bit of black. He sounds adorable. Aw. Oh, Jeff. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The Irvings said that Jeff communicated to them that he was an extra, extra clever mongoose. That's two extras if you're uh, counting.
0: (laughs) Wow.
1: I am. Um... He was also an earthbound spirit and a ghost in the form of a mongoose. So he was all kinds of things.
0: Jews. Jeff, make up your mind. Yeah, Jeff, please. So...
1: I'm still not really sure if he, if they were seeing, like, the ghost of a mongoose or, like, a mongoose that said he was, like, embodied by a ghost. I'm not really sure. Mm. He also said, I am a freak. I have hands and I have feet. And if you saw me, you'd faint. You'd be petrified, mummified, turned into stone or a pillar of salt. Sounds like a damn poem.
0: I feel like this... He's, like, the Cheshire Cat. Yeah,
1: just speaking in riddles,
0: like... <laughs> Jeff. Just hanging out, <laughs> hanging out in the back of a farm. Jeff, what? <laughs> Jeff, what? What's going on? <laughs> what are you? Make
1: up your mind. Jeff, please. Oh, man, I don't know if I'm going to make it through my topic. I cannot stop giggling. <laughs> uh, uh, the Irvings made various claims about Jeff. He supposedly, like, he became part of the family. He guarded their house. He informed them of the approach of guests um, or, this is my favorite part, <laughs> he would inform them if an unfamiliar dog came too close to the farm. <laughs> he was like, basically my dog, Snake. <laughs> it just sounds Oh my like god. Ugh, <laughs> uh, I couldn't love Jeff anymore if I tried.
0: Wow, I want a Jeff.
1: I know. Well, it, like, he, they also <laughs> said that like, if they forgot to put out the fire at night, or like turn off the stove, he would go do it. He was very oh helpful. Oh my god, that's
0: precious. Yes.
1: They also claimed that he would wake people up when they overslept. And whenever mice got into the house, Jeff would then like assume the role of a pet cat, and he would scare them away. He didn't like to kill them. He would just scare them away. He was Aww. He was a kind, thoughtful soul that Jeff, wow, the Irvings say that they gave this mongoose ghost uh, biscuits, bananas, and sausages
0: oh no. well you know what he's earned them that sounds so. delicious. yeah
1: <laughs> sounds great what a feast and the food was left for him in a saucer which was suspended from the ceiling and he would take his food when he thought no one was watching
0: <laughs> oh. how much do you love jeff so much uh. so much can i please get where do i get one i can't
1: wait to show you the like drawings of what he's supposed <laughs> to look like. It is just uh chef oh my God. kiss emoji. Chef
0: kiss? <laughs> chef kiss emoji, Jeff. <laughs> I love it. <laughs>
1: um unfortunately, Jeff wasn't always a great roommate or house guest. He could sometimes be pretty rude and a little fucking crazy. <laughs> One time he proclaimed, "I'll split the atom. I am the fifth dimension. I am the eighth Wonder of the world. Like, what an ego on that little guy.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Jeff. He was also... I mean, everybody's got that friend that thinks <laughs> that they're something special, right? They get
1: one or two drinks in them, and all of a sudden, they're the eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jeff was also accused of throwing stones, killing rabbits, and gossiping about the neighbors.
0: <laughs> He's all of us. Jeff, like... Just just talking about like, oh, my God, did you see what our neighbor was wearing? Jeff, cool (laughs) it. That's she's a nice lady.
1: Jeff, she brought us milk this morning. What's your fucking problem?
0: What's your fucking problem?
1: (laughs) And at some point, (laughs) I guess Jeff told the Irvings, I have been to nicer homes than this one. Carpets, piano, satin covers on polished tables. I'm going back there. And then he would like laugh maniacally. (laughs)
0: Oh, shit.
1: (laughs) and this is pretty serious he one time threatened them by saying
0: you know i could kill you all but i won't oh what the my god <laughs> okay i don't like that one he can go back to that nicer home yeah
1: look jeff that's enough i listen
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for putting out the fire last night but like honestly it probably would have been fine without you yeah like
1: i'll do it if it means you're like not threatening
0: us anymore like what the fuck
1: Jeff <laughs> um, again I think this is possibly my favorite topic ever
0: <laughs> oh my god this one's so good Anna you're I, the like, best thank still, you even if he thre- if he just is threatening but doesn't ever follow through on it I still kind of want a Jeff
1: yeah like you just laugh at him after a while because you're like are you okay yeah. Jeff
0: <laughs> alright Jeff I'd like to see you try
1: like, you barely even like look how small your hands are Jeff like you're not doing anything <laughs> Um, Naturally, as you might imagine, a talking mongoose ghost creature became quite popular around town and journalists started coming by the farm to try and catch a glimpse of the infamous mongoose. Uh, he eventually got attention in all the tabloids and became a little local celebrity. Some visitors claimed to actually, when like when they visited the farm, they claimed that they could hear Jeff's voice, and a few even thought they saw him hiding behind some boulders on the farm. So like there were people backing up this story about him, basically. Oh shit! However, there wasn't much physical evidence. Um, some investigators came out to check on things and they took hair samples they looked at footprints and they looked at stains on the wall that were all supposed to prove that Jeff was real and had been there oh however
0: no no luck no
1: luck yeah after several tests it was concluded that all the evidence quote-unquote evidence really belonged to the family's sheepdog and (laughs) (laughs) wait a minute (laughs) no one mentioned that they had a dog yeah where's the dog in the story you think that Jeff would have a problem with the dog why don't people care more about the dog? Please. I love the dog. Dogs are almost always the best part of a story, except when there's a talking mongoose.
2: <laughs> Fair. Okay, true, <laughs> true.
0: Please, go on.
1: Uh, Paranormal investigators and psychics were also brought in to try and make contact with Jeff. But no one other than the family and that like handful of people who claim they heard him ever really had an experience with this creature.
0: Hmm. I mean, he seems kind of shy. He won't even eat when somebody's looking at him. So I get it. That's true. I do
1: love that he would steal his food when he thought no one was watching, even though they gave it to him. (laughs) Like, it's not.
0: What? He's like, don't look at me. I have a gap in my teeth and food gets stuck. (laughs) It's like, oh, I have
1: sausage in my fur again. How embarrassing. (laughs) Um, So, sorry. I I can't handle this topic. Like, even when I was writing it out, I don't think I realized how silly it was going to be when I told it back to you. And I just, I'm having a time. Okay.
0: It's wild. I love it.
1: I love it. I'm so on board for it. (laughs) So there are some theories about what the fuck was going on. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, maybe V, the daughter, was just bored, just a girl living on a farm, and she made the whole thing up. Reasonable. That's a reasonable assumption. Possibly um, learned how to, like, throw her voice, or... Maybe, and this was in several article, articles, it said that V was using ventriloquism to trick her parents.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm on board for that, too. <laughs> that sounds, I mean,
1: the, yeah. Hey, it's a talented
0: young lady. <laughs>
1: Seriously, get it, girl. And, like, didn't the Fox sisters do that? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not that far-fetched to think about. No. Another theory was that Jeff was just another personality of the dad, James, who, I guess had split personalities. I couldn't really find an explanation for that, but they were like, "What?" They're like, they yeah. were like, "Oh, side note. <laughs> side note, it was probably also the dad's like other personality." <laughs> like, what? <laughs> um and then of course there is the theory that it was Jeff was simply a ghost and he manifested as a mongoose. And so their farm was haunted and for some reason they saw a fucking mongoose.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Why not? Look, there are no reasonable explanations, really. (laughs) At no point are any of these explanations reasonable
1: or... (laughs) I mean, if... It's fine. Because if the daughter was making it up, then the parents had to go along with it. Unless she was so good at tricking them. But, like, that seems really surprising to me. Yeah. Because, so... The dad died in 1945, and the mom and V left the farm shortly after. They actually had to sell their house at a loss because it had gained a reputation for being haunted.
0: Yeah, that seems reasonable.
1: Right. So if you're making it up, wouldn't you be like, okay, we made that shit up. Like, we have to sell the house. It was a joke. Like, sorry, but... It's not really haunted.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, but...
1: Yeah, like, you... Please. You think they would come clean when, like, a bunch of money is involved? I don't know.
0: Yeah. And then... Maybe.
1: Yeah. And I guess... So, it did get bought, and the new owner claimed to have shot and killed Jeff, and even showed off, like, a body at a press conference, but it was just, like, a badger or a fox or something. It was totally... Black and white. It didn't look anything like what they had described Jeff to look like.
0: It was just an animal.
1: Yeah, like, oh, cool, you fucking asshole. You just killed that random animal. (laughs) Um, Dude, come on. (laughs) Yeah, what the fuck? So then Margaret, the mom, she later died in 2005. And she swore to her grave that the family did not make up the story about Jeff, that Jeff was very real to them. Wow. So, like i didn't i couldn't find an update on v like where is she now that her parents are gone like is she
0: still saying jeff is real i don't know yeah now i want to know like at this point i would i would be like yeah definitely he's real
1: yeah go to your grave making everyone believe that there was a talking mongoose please
0: of course yeah that seems worth it yeah you already sold the house at a loss. what else is there to new yeah girl you already did it you already did it um, at some point, I guess.
1: Oh, yeah. Jeff is um, even more infamous because at some point, one of the investigators that had come to check out the story or whatever, he sued another man for claiming he was off his head because he believed in Jeff's existence in a talkie mongoose. So <laughs> the guy like made fun of him. I don't know. But this was like serious enough that the men like threatened each other's careers they were suing each other, and eventually one of them received 7,000 pounds in damages, all because of Jeff. <laughs> wow. And so the legal case is now forever known as the Mongoose case, which just furthers Jeff's, like, epic legacy. Yeah, no kidding. What the fuck? Way to go, Jeff. Jeff's an infamous little talky mongoose. But, that I mean, that's the story. That's, that's the whole thing. I... Uh, I love it so much, but I also have no idea what I uh, believe was happening there.
0: No, it's not clear, but I do love it, so I'm just going to embrace it. I want Jeff to be real very much. Me too. I hope there are many
1: more Jeffs out there because, God, I love (laughs) them.
0: Get me, get
1: you a Jeff. (laughs) I have one named Snake, but he doesn't talk to me like that, and I wish he would.
0: Aww. (laughs)
1: just say some random ass shit. I could see snake doing that.
0: <laughs> snake just um, do you have a carrot? <laughs> That's
1: all he would say. Yeah, i be like, "So, could I have another carrot or
0: <laughs> Do I get a when do I get a carrot?" And then also just anytime anybody comes over, "Hey, Fuck that person. There's a new person here. <laughs> Fuck him. I hate him. Oh, wait. It's my friend. Hi. Oh, Sorry about what I said earlier. I was upset. I'm sorry. That was rude. That was so rude. <laughs> and
1: then when he gets like a little carrot drunk, he'll be like,
0: I'm the eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to split the atom.
1: Snake that's been done. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, those were, I mean... F- as far as our topics go, those were two wonderful topics. I am. Um, those are great. This episode's amazing.
0: <laughs> feel good about it.
1: <laughs> uh, and I do have a weird fact for you. Yes. It's a, a fun little fact about your new state, Christy. <gasps> really? Yeah. Turns out California is the only U.S. state to have a chemical element named after it. It's called californium, and it's a radioactive, rare earth metal and a biological hazard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: How neat! <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's accurate. <laughs> I feel like everything gives you cancer here. Just everyone is trying to be healthy so that they can combat the inevitable cancer that's gonna like leach up into them from the ground. Well, you never know. That's what I used to you say about know? Nevada because that's that
1: shit's for real.
0: Yeah. I saw a comedian last night who was from Las Vegas. Gross. And he was like, anybody from Las Vegas? And no one raised their hand. And he's like, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> you- and I wish that you were there so you could be like, yeah! Just throw him off, ruin his
1: whole fucking show. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Find out his name, or just remember it for me. And when I come visit, we're going to go see him. And I'm going to fucking heckle the shit out of that guy.
0: <laughs> All right, great. Uh, that's going to make me look really good. So please do. <coughs> Thanks. Cool. Uh, Okay. Yeah. No, I I loved our topics. I love this podcast. (laughs) I love this podcast. This is the episode about positivity. (laughs) This is the episode where we learn to take a fucking compliment. That's right. Thank you for our really nice reviews. Um... Thank, you for, Thank you for listening to listening. us. Oh my gosh. Thanks, Thanks for being total sweethearts. Oh, you. Thanks for emailing us. Even though we never respond back, we still read them and love you. It's <laughs> true. Email is hard, but we will
1: respond like on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Like we're always on social media, but for some reason, email is like so much harder.
0: <laughs> it's like you have to string a whole sentence together, and I can basically muster up an emoji every four years. Yeah. Yeah. It feels more
1: formal or something. I don't know, but. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, you can still send us emails. That's weirdcast oh, yeah, at sure. gmail.com.
0: And we have a website. That's weird.org or that's weirdcast. Wait, that's weirdpodcast.com. Yeah, that's weird Either one <laughs> will work.
1: That's fancy. We're fancy now. We're fancy. you are on Instagram and Twitter at That's Weirdcast. Cast. Um, join our Facebook group. If you want to support our show, you can do so on Anchor or on Patreon at patreon.com slash that's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, weirdo pins are back in stock. You can get yours on Etsy at That's Weird Shop. And, and yeah. please remember to rate, review, subscribe. It helps us so much. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Stay weird, you guys.
2: Bye. Bye. Goodbye. What is it that makes us so afraid of what we don't understand? We're setting out to investigate everything strange and unusual in our world. If they have the technology to get here, they're not coming here to like observe us to be like, ooh, what can we learn? We invite guests that bring their different perspectives on the supernatural. I mean, especially considering the fact that the overwhelming majority of UFO sightings and documentation occurs within miles of nuclear testing facilities. Yeah. They bring their own personal encounters with the paranormal. All of a sudden, I feel this whoosh of wind and this ringing in my ears so loud that makes me stand up straight. And I look at my dad I just stand up too. And we both had this moment of, you know, maybe we should get out of here. Something doesn't Ooh. feel right. And something woke me up and told me, Ashley, there's someone in the closet.
0: A few months into living at the new
1: house, I was woken up to the lamps being on and the snow globe music box going off.
2: Hello. And most of all, we just have a ton of fun.
1: Jacques would never eat, not a single bite, just sip from his glass of wine. He
2: was a vampire. He He was a vampire. 100% a vampire, holy buckets. So, I have a bathroom ghost that follows me. You know who else has a bathroom ghost? Who? Harry Potter. My name is Ashley, and this is my co-host Lauren. Hello, weirdos. And you are listening to Keep It Weird.